Hey guys, it's your girl Sweetie, and you're listening to Sweet Talk. And this is Ken. And this is Little Bit. And today we have a super special guest. His name is Steven, and he is from The Hold Up TV, which is a YouTube podcast. Love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on. <laughs> thank you for coming. Truly appreciate it. Okay, so today's topic is this. Okay, you know, pronouncing these some are sometimes hard. Uh, nismolagnia, which is the arousal to being tickled. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, you just maybe. I mean, you just might get tickled and you just be ready to go. Like, all right, come on, let's do this. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all see Skin's face, right? I think, I think she might have this. (laughs) You know what the funny thing about this is? I try not to gender too many things, but I know for a fact that. I'm not one of the guys that have. That might be the end of the situation if you tickle me before we get anything going. Like, you make that face, you make those stops, and you're like, oh, man, I, I gotta go. <laughs> like, so we're not doing this. Work. You never know. Some people just are like, don't tickle me. And like, that's it. They don't have any explanations as to why you can't tickle them. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I feel like the perpetrator is never going to tell you that's happening. At least if it's a woman. A guy, we're not We're not going to risk it. It's like it's a very thin line. It's like, it's going my way. This is going good. I don't want to do anything to mess it up. Women could just be like, you know what? Change this up a little bit. Let me tickle this motherfucker. All right, let me tickle this. of the week. Both people, this is a male and a female, both 
laying on their side. Male is behind her. She has one leg draped over him to the backside. And the other female is down below eating her vagina while he's from behind as well. It's called the fever dream. <laughs> but everybody's like... Interesting. <laughs> but basically, one female's licking the vagina while the other getting in there. He's fucking. Fucking a female. <laughs> but on his side, though. And Again, probably getting his balls me. licked every now and again. <laughs> exactly. See <laughs> <laughs> you know how that works? It's a little bit to her, get a little bit to him, get a little bit to her. You know, yeah. Yeah, because the bone disposition, it literally says you can watch each other and your bestie is tasting distance away. Your oh, bestie. wow. So they basically was like, this position is for two homegirls who were like, <laughs> <laughs> who are running a train on the dude. Right. See, the dude is just, again, just happy to be there. He's not sure he's what's going on. <laughs> he's, right. he's like, not sure. He's happy he can help. He's like, I don't know who the leg is, but as long as they don't excuse me from this situation, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's weak dick. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
don't want to be that guy. You don't I hear you. I hear you. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up and don't talk about it at all. Even if it was great. <laughs> Just let them wonder why you're smiling. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> all right, little bit. What you got for us this week? Um, I was a little slow on the draw tonight, y'all. So, um, I got a, uh, did y'all hear about the, um, gentleman who won the Florida Lottery. He won $3 million. Here's the problem. He's a sexual predator. Oh, um, He was arrested in 99 for, um, on the charge of sexual, sexually battering a nine-year-old boy. Oh. He, he denied the allegations but pleaded guilty to attempted sexual battery and was sentenced to time served in jail. So I'm guessing he was in jail for an extended period of time until he went to court. His probation, he was on probation. It was revoked in 2003 after he failed to show up for his court-mandated counseling sessions. He then was sentenced to three years of prison and released in 2006. He claims he was wrongly accused. But he won $3 million. So now the state of Florida is trying to decide if they give it to him or not. It's technically, this is, I don't like sex offenders, and I don't know anybody that really likes a sex offender. If he wanted fair and square, he wanted fair and square. They should have cut his dick off. They probably should. But when it comes but to he, him his money. lottery, lottery <laughs> he won fair and square, unfortunately. He's just going to have $3 million with his dick cut off. Like, that's what should have happened. He may need to just change his name and move away. Like, that would probably be your best bet. <laughs> nah, I don't but want I don't him to do like that because then he might abuse somebody else. Like, Wait, did you say yeah, he was I, in I custody like right now? I don't agree with that. Like, I don't, I, it does not appear that he's in custody right now. He's, he's free. He's free. That's how he was able to buy the ticket. He bought it at a convenience store, and he won. I mean, this so is now, money. Unless he owed money in restitution. See, that's where I was going with this. So, like, if they got to give him that money. They give him the money, but if he gets picked up tomorrow, uh, that's just money that his people are gonna have to put on his books. Unless <laughs> you know anything from what I hear. But this is what this is all allegedly. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> but from what I hear. <laughs> Pocket money that goes automatically to your books. Evidence. Custody. Yeah. Mm. If they don't need it for the case that's pending, then they'll put it on your books for you. I know that's what they do. Or what I heard in California, that's what they do in California. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do in Florida, but uh, probably the same. That man is money, and then that's all going to go towards restitution. Mark my words, like it's going to go towards a, like a civil suit. As it should. Yeah, yeah, of that nine of that nine year old little boy's family. Yeah. That, yep. See, and yeah. that is a fair and legal way of doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. I don't agree that he won it. Yeah. But unfortunately he went and bought it he went and bought a ticket. Yeah, I mean can't start sitting here and and, and playing like that. He, he won the money. Because you did this you can't have this money. Uh, you yeah. know The crazy part is he won yeah. the money. But now it's done so much horrible stuff for him. 
because now people don't even have to check his paperwork when he goes right. to Right, now people know where he's getting the money. They know you're such a predator, predator. like you're a target now. Yeah. 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 And from what I hear, about <laughs> Florida's <laughs> county system. <laughs> Just yep. set him up on the internet. Think, yeah. Have him thinking he coming to meet a little kid. <laughs> Rob his ass. It's like that. I mean, they might. They might get you off the internet. Like, they might just put it address and phone number out there and see who bites. Yep, that too. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, like, does he show up and claim the money and do the public claiming? Right? Like, oh, I'm sure. Some states you have to. Some states you don't have to. Maryland is a uh, is a state where you can remain anonymous. I don't know about most want, other states. I would want. I would want to. I would want to remain anonymous. I wouldn't want to tell nobody. Well, he obviously told somebody because it's yeah. It's made the news. <laughs> He's an idiot. You know, it was one of his shady ass friends that snitched on him. Go like, you know, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy that just won three million? Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It sucks because you feel for the uh, person chief, chiefly. I feel for the kid and yeah. his family. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the comedy in this situation is that money's going to the kid, right? But then Jerome, I guess that's what we'll call this gentleman, when he gets inside, he's not going to have any money to pay off anyone, right? So it's like from the time he gets processed to the time he makes it to his rack, he's already incurred debt. There's going to be people like, look, he's not even going to make it to the PC yard. That's how bad it's going to be for, for, for Jerome. Right? <laughs> Especially with the, any, is any of you from uh, Florida? Any people from Florida? Mm-mm. This is a, you know, there's a huge Haitian population down there, right? And they have a very specific way of dealing with these types of situations. That's one of those places where I would never want to be locked up, let alone for that shot. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be doing that position you just described. And it's not worse. Won't anybody be showing him a good time while they're doing it? Guys, let's get into this topic. It's going to be a, a interesting one. All right, the topic is: Can a person sense when another person has their partner's attention? So basically, can you tell if your partner is uh, is paying attention to somebody else, or do you think your partner can tell if you are uh, eyeing somebody else? Ladies. <laughs> for ladies um for us we notice patterns like we've, right. we've said before so right. if all of a sudden you getting your hair cut every week when it was like a once a month situation and yeah. now you going to work and you you smelling good and shit like what what the fuck is up you got a co-worker at your job you like it or something like what's up 
the least going to arise make the question come like a little different. What are you doing different? But that's not what you did two days ago. You know? Just like every hour of the hour, like a little. And it can be yeah. the most subtle of changes. Like, it doesn't even have to be anything drastic. Just on some, oh, you use a mouthwash now? Like, where'd that come from? Oh, God. <laughs> really, and, it's so, and as much as we're, like, exaggerating with those little things, it really is just like that. It's just paying attention to details. Like, dang, I ain't had to tell him to put lotion on his, on his knuckles in a minute. Out the norm. Right, your behavior is different. How you say something is different. Your attitude towards me would be different you know what i mean all that stuff does because somebody else has a twinkle in their eye for you and that makes the difference so if you're if you're in a rough patch or y'all have been together for a long time and y'all not keeping it fresh and spicy and all that stuff and then it starts to dwindle and everybody's getting comfortable and they're just coasting along and now you got somebody else that's just like (laughs) a googly eye and shit for you you know, it causes you to be like, oh, you know, I might need to put that fucking cologne back on again. You know what I mean? You kind of keep eating that in me. And now you're not really paying attention to the bitch on the couch anymore because she's not kicking that because you got the cologne on the dresser. You ain't trying to get fresh for me, though. Like, she ain't giggling you know, at your corny ass sudden, jokes no more. Correct. While of a sudden, you smell like Arkham Dijon walking through the door talking about you. That's called that's called that real love. When your wife stops laughing at you jokes, it's like, oh, thank you, baby, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my wife laughed at a joke like maybe two weeks ago, and that shit made me feel like a million bucks. I went downstairs, did like eighty push ups. Like, thank you. trust you. <laughs> <laughs> you, go, you go get your mom. 
Then he hits your mother, hits his mother-in-law with the text like, "Hey, uh, when you guys go to that restaurant, you mind getting me a doggy bag?" And even if your mother's covering for you, we assume she's lying. So we just keep it all the way up. <laughs> and that day we inevitably catch you, like Martin said. You know, show up to the spot in our robe and our slippers, like you're doing me like this. You're doing me like this. <laughs> I, I think people do know. I think I think people do know. I had a I had a buddy who had a very interesting situation like this, and uh, his wife. I guess you would call it emotionally cheating. She didn't do anything physical. I mean, she didn't even say she wanted to do anything physical. But she started leaning into another guy for emotional support, mm. right? Now, she might as well have threw her legs back because the way my homeboy reacted to it, <laughs> like, like, and that, that will hit a guy really hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when it's like, oh, I'm just texting with a, I don't know why I keep saying Tyrone, but my new work friend Tyrone. And it's like, what are you texting with that motherfucker for? Why can't I tell you how, how good you look? Like, what's this fool's name? Uh, Curry. Like, uh, oh, that's Curry. Yeah. Same situation. If my wife needs to get validated by anyone else, we've already crossed a line. Mm-hmm. So I think I think people know the difference between when women know you guys are so cold with it. Like it's just like like just even right now when you guys were describing it to me, I was like, oh damn, <laughs> like the, the, the looks that you're getting at the camera. But what do you do? What do you ladies do if you catch your man lean? Like where's the line for you? Emotional or physical? What's worse? I think for me, it would probably be emotional is worse because for me, sex is sex, right? You know, sex is just recreational for most people, for a lot of people. I won't say most people, but if, if I feel like you, you getting close to somebody emotionally, then it's like, yo, why did I open up to you then? Like I'm more vulnerable with you and you sharing that with somebody else. Like the fuck some women, it don't matter. Like, they, if you kiss somebody else or think about kissing somebody else, you cheated, you know? But I, it's, I should be it's, more upset you just didn't talk to me about it and get the fuck around. That's what, I think that's what, that. Yeah, I like know, to hear stories. Emotionally, yes, that to me would be more hurtful than right. if someone had sex with another person behind my back. But I would be more upset about the fact that you did it behind my back because that could have been something you could have talked to me about. Like, if that was something you were interested in doing, like, I need you to talk to me about it. Because then we would have just came to some type of understanding that what was your interest? And I would ask questions. I could buy a costume and look like this bitch. (laughs) Right, and I'm not even going to even be like, you know, you know, how dare you or don't you dare. I'm not even like that. I'm actually going to respect more the fact that you came and talked to me about it. Right. I'm going to feel more comfortable about you doing it because you came to me and was like, I'm feeling like this. I just want to no. let you know. No. You know, you're giving me a choice. Yeah. Most of the time, if you give me a choice, it Valid. may lean more in your direction because yeah. you're including me into the conversation. And this is a me and you team thing. So me and you are supposed to equal one. So if you try to talk to me about that, then we can always have an understanding. That won't that bond won't never break then. But that's what makes shit like that not work. Because people are afraid to talk about the shit that they know they need to talk about. That's one of those things. Yeah. Somebody caught your attention, be honest and say somebody caught my attention. Yeah. Tell them why. There's something there that's not being talked about. I just avoid them. Like, I'm so scared of getting me too or getting caught up in some shit like this. Like I straight ghost women at work. I, I have an awkward, awkward dude. Like I don't even want this type of scent on me. Where I'm just like, like you 
you say hello to me more than once a work, I'm like, all right, now let's get back to stocking and down stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys study late at night anytime? Like what? Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, if your lady friend, guys, if your lady friend says to you in college, she's like, oh, I just met some great guy. He lives across the dorm. That's it. It's over. <laughs> assume, assume that it's happening. <laughs> Walking around the party or the room 
shaking hands and kissing baby all day yeah. until we leave. But, yes. But I feel like <laughs> I, even if my significant other came to me and told me like, oh, I'm interested X, Y, Z, like as we probably all experience both emotional and physical infidelity or cheating, um, I say it would have to depend on the circumstance. I, I felt, I feel like physical cheating would hurt more than emotional because I feel like physical cheating means you actually plan to do what you did. Sometimes it's not a plan but, though. But, 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 <laughs> it does depend on the circumstance. And I say that because, for example, <clears throat> work husband, work wife. You end up working with that person every single day. Let's say my significant other They've gotten clothes, jokey jokes, whatever, whatever. One day they end up kissing. Uh-huh. Fine. I'm just saying, they end up kissing. Fine. You tell me about it. Take it in. We process it. Stay the fuck away from her. Exactly. And we move forward. Right. However, if I find out that not only did you kiss your work wife, but you slept with her, oh, that means you plan. That means you plan. Right. See, so in my opinion, right, when it's the work wife, work husband situation, I don't think that there is, unless you like working late at night, real close to each other, like all that, like there is no, we accidentally kissed. Like that's a plan in my opinion. Like Exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's just because of the type of jobs that I've worked in. Like there's no, you're not like really close to each other doing like serious shit that you're like, oh, look at it, looking into somebody's (laughs) eyes and then you kiss them. Like. What the fuck? Why should that happen? (laughs) Not one of those situations. No, No, you're in the call center. (laughs) You stay at your desk. There's no reason you should be at his desk. and you have friends at work and y'all are cool and everything like why are y'all that close that y'all mistakenly kiss (laughs) a little bit it's choking people y'all are that close that y'all decide to just kiss each other like unless y'all going out for drinks no, after work or something with you. like the you. fuck like i said they didn't start you know when they had their first date in the break room exactly lunchtime exactly. <laughs> or out when they smoking a cigarette thank you <laughs> or their weed in the car you this week, boo. The after work drinks. Party. 
Mm-hmm. That's the one that does people in. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, right? So, for personal experience, I remember when me and my beautiful wife, babe, and somehow you hear this podcast. I love to hear uh, My beautiful wife and I, when we first started dating, the first thing I did was I came clean. I was like, yo, I, I am this guy. I'm, I'm nerdy. I'm fun. I'm jovial. I'm cavalier. I'm also a jealous motherfucker, and I've worked on this my entire life. And I remember the first time I heard her say, oh, he's my work husband. I was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing I was like, that. No, I'm like, you can't, you don't understand the way to do things. Like, yeah, he's your work husband, but really, the way he views it, he's like, any day now. That's <laughs> like, like, any day now. So you just got to respect your partner's boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. She probably would not trip. It, I guess it would depend on the person, right? If, if someone put their hand on my arm or something like that, she wouldn't trip if she's standing right there. She's like, oh, I know this awkward motherfucker is going to react weird to me. She's probably just going to, like, run to the bathroom or, or something like that. Right, right. But if you look comfortable, motherfucker. Yeah, not even if I look comfortable. She might trip in. If, I think she would really trip if it's, like, if the, the young woman and I were vibing on similar interests. Then I could see Santana shooting me like a stare from across the room. Like, oh, she likes skateboarding? Hell yeah. Like, oh, that's for real. You know, that's when I just come in the conversation. I just, I'm in it now. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's what I heard, too. I know. That's what it's cool for So, babe, you know, I just did it. Hey, that's movie shit. I will. That's why you gotta shut that shit down. Listen, we're all people of color here. You tell me you got a work husband and I wait all year to go to that dinner meeting that you have where they bring family in? That's the first motherfucker I'm looking for. I'm like, what's up, Jeff? Where's the guy that's making you fucking laugh all the time when you're at work? Funny ass text at 1045. Jeff? several work husbands okay so at one job my co-worker who was you know she's still my friend but um she got married and would bring her husband to work all the time because we we would often have to lift heavy things or just move stuff around and things like that he was our work husband like collectively the whole office he was our work husband if he was there we were like hey babe can you go and grab this or can you move that or can you do this like, he was our work husband. So, like, it wasn't a big deal. She brought him yeah. into the work setting. It wasn't like he was there and we was all, like, on him. Right. Then, um, at the job I'm at now, I had a work husband. He started it calling me his work wife because anytime he needed something, dealing with the computer, I was there. Like, he would just come over and be like, hey, can you do this? Or can, I, can you show me how to do that? Like, whatever. And then it was, hey, can you go grab me this box? Can you go do that? Like, that's how it started. Then it was like, okay, we should go out for drinks later. Okay, cool. It wasn't by ourselves. I'm not hanging out with you by myself. Like, we're not even going to do that. So that's not even going to be it. But, like, that's how it was. We would... Sorry, my Google Home just did something weird. Anyway. It just texted your work time. <laughs> So then him and his wife bought a new house. So they were having like a little housewarming or whatever. And I, I get there and a bunch of other co-workers were there, but I get there and he's like, Ooh, let me introduce, introduce you to my wife. He goes, babe, this is my work wife. And she's just like, Oh, Hey, 
started calling her sister wife. I stopped talking to him completely. Like, not not as in, like, we don't talk anymore. But it was on some, all right, me and her going to be friends now. Because I'm not even going to let her think that I want anything right, right. to do with her husband. Right. Like, <laughs> we friends on Facebook and Snapchat now. And we speak, like, every week. And I almost never see him anymore because he moved to a different office. <laughs> But yeah, that's like the that's an honorable thing to do. Right? Yeah, I'm the single woman. Like I don't want no problems with nobody's wife. Like please, let's be clear. I kind of feel like that's part of something that you know how like uh, oh, he won't understand, but like you know, women we have like a code thing, right? And it's sometimes that's how you know who was, and I'd like to say this one who should be part of your camp mm-hmm. as far as females because. Females that you know you want part of your camp think the same way. You don't have to have certain discussions because there's just certain codes that you just already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them. You know what I mean? That was just a natural move. It's cool with me and you cool, no, but now that I know your wife, me and her will be cool because I don't need her thinking that me and you fucking at any point. That's the kind of thing. This is no longer thanks for introducing me to a really dope individual. Now I see why you're cool because she's fucking cool too. And that's how you rock with that. That's just like you don't go to the club by yourself really without your whole girl and you don't leave the club. Like yeah. you right. girls. You leave together. together. Right. Yeah. Oh. Everybody should know that. We don't have to have a discussion because we fucking know that. Yes. <laughs> Let one of us not be there when it's time to go. Like, and you didn't fu- tell anybody. Yeah. Now we stalking you. We trying to figure out where you went. We gonna find yeah. your ass. <laughs> when we find you, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. You're getting a serious ass chewing. Yes. Yeah, y'all, y'all you're straight up. Like them. your friends sit down with you, and they're like, "All right, bitch. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. You looking in a digital way. You know we watch IV. Stretch it all the time." We done had to stop the whole fucking party and had the DJ calling your name. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Guys try to have a code like that, but the thing is, you have to know your homeboys. Like, you really, really have to know them. And I mean, you gotta know your girls too. You gotta know your girl too, but one hundred percent, you gotta know what type of person you're dealing with. With guys, you just have to impress upon your homeboys. Like, listen, no matter what happens, your life can go well. You guys can get together, have beautiful kids. I promise you, I will fuck you up every time I see you. If you do something like that, <laughs> <laughs> like, we could be old men walking down the street, and I will get you. And I, I just don't, I think women carry that better. Like, I'm trying to think of a scenario where a guy was like, yo, man, your girl stepped to me, blah, blah, blah. But they usually say that after they slept with your girl, and they try to bring, they try to bring it to you. Like, you're Others first, we always first. <laughs> I definitely had sex with only 76 times. Only 76 <laughs> I only did it because I didn't want you to get hurt. I want to show you, man. She ain't shit, man. She ain't shit. Yo, I actually heard. I actually heard another podcast where the guy was just like, "Yeah, I had sex with my cousin's girl because she was on me and he wasn't even noticing it." I'm like, "What?" (laughs) He said. He said his girl, his cousin's girl, was flirting with him heavy the whole time, and then sent him to the store. And she, he he left him there with his girlfriend. And when he came back, she was sucking his dick. <laughs> and he was like, "See, see what you brought around?" <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. 
think about that. The craziest thing about that is I just want to sit down with that young brother and like, yo, why did you say this in public? You're telling people this shit? Like, Just tried to peep and it would have been fine. I don't think anything. 
thing would have went left turn. <laughs> Yo, I'm like the with... eye thing. All she had to do was like the eye thing. Yo, how do you not know a guy <laughs> like I? Eat, eat the cake, enemy. <laughs> That's all she had to do. on TikTok heavy, right? And there's a video where a guy... Oh, shoot. <laughs> so I've been recently on TikTok, right? And there's this video where a guy is saying, um, he says, you know how when a girl tells you or her, um, your girlfriend's friend says, you better not hurt my girlfriend or else. And you're like, and, and then the, the dramatic music starts and he's like, or else what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right? So then this other white girl, she comes on the screen and she's like, okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. While you're asleep, I'm going to stick you under your tongue with a needle up full of insulin until you die. Then I'm going to take your body. And like, she runs down this whole thing of how she's going to do it and how she's not going to get caught. She's going to take your body. She's going to bury it two miles away under a um under dirt and then she's gonna put a dead animal carcass just in case the police find out where it is they're gonna see the animal carcass and think that's what it is <laughs> and then if they do finally find your body that the insulin is gonna be in your system and they're just gonna think that you died of natural causes like she had it all mapped out so that you can plan around them. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Women <laughs> get away with it much longer than men. The men murderer, always, they always get caught like at the convenience store. I don't know why this is. It's like the place they go after the murder. It's like, which is going to be a 90, 90s R&B song. The, the one I picked is It Never Rains. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. Yep. It never rains in Southern California. Does it rain there, Steve? 
Yes, it does. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> There's no drainage system. It's Maybe that's floor, why he made the song. The <laughs> the opposite. No, Raphael was going through a hard time. He had braces back then. All right, so the question is, name a fear that you have overcome. There's been so many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start. A fear that I have overcome is public speaking. I still feel like I can't really uh, speak in front of huge crowds, like maybe a stadium or something. Like, I'd be freaked out, but... Um, I know like back in high school, like I used to cry anytime I had to make a speech about something or do a presentation about something or anything. And I would be immaculately prepared. So I would always get a good grade, but being up there, ridiculous. Like I remember, um, I ran for a class secretary and I wrote this great speech and I was ready to, to do it. And then it came time to say my speech in front of everybody. And I just cried in the hallway. Until my teacher called my grandmother and she came and read my speech for me and I won. <laughs> and I was like, okay, great. It was like, all right, I never have to do this again. Like it was perfect. And then another time I had to do a senior presentation in front of like the whole senior class and they kept calling my name and I kept pretending I wasn't there until the end because after you did your presentation, you were able to leave. So I waited until the end. It was like three people still in the room and I cried halfway through it, but then I got it together <laughs> and I did it. But now I have a whole fucking podcast and I have two actually. So like I'm, I'm doing good. I think. Yeah. You're a great public speaker. <laughs> Thank you. I would agree with that. that assessment. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? I think my, my fear was, uh, that I was going to somehow, uh, damaged my kids i mean physically and emotionally but now that i've fallen down the stairs with the baby and uh, <laughs> oh jesus like, christ I, i've got i've gotten over that fear like i realize now children are very resilient that's a legitimate fear i had at the bottom it's like i'm gonna drop one of these babies oh my like, god like, i'm gonna hurt one of the kids but yeah they seem to be doing good when we fell down the stairs he bounced back pretty quick so i was like you know what don't be scared of them anymore Wow, those reflexes, man. They they run in the family, I think. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, man. All right, ladies, what you got? <laughs> I feel like I heard crickets just now. I did. I thought so, too. <laughs> I actually heard extra fingers or anything? No. Did you grow an extra eyebrow no, under your no nipple? No, extra nothing. No sexual superpowers. No nothing. <laughs> it was, you know, swag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Well, yeah. Was so it like a flu shot or a tetanus shot or something? Huh? Was it like a flu tetanus shot or something? Like it, what? It was. It a flu shot is more <clears throat> painful than the than the COVID shot. Okay. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, a flu shot is more more painful than a, a COVID shot. You like the first one? I didn't even know that they did it. The nice. second one, I only knew just because your body knows that it's already yeah. stuck there, you know. But it still didn't. It, it still didn't hurt. It just you just know it's there. You know it's coming. But no, I mean the the second shot was kind of difficult. <laughs> A little bit because you you know some mild symptoms after the fact. Okay. But um, it's not bad. You survived it. You still here. I survived it. Okay. I'm still here. Okay. God bless you. All right, Scan, yeah. it's on you. Give us something. Uh, um. <clears throat> got over the fear of uh, thinking I wasn't going to be a good mom. I got over that. Because you're a great mom. Angel, yeah, I think once my daughter hit, you know, 19, and I see how she came out, I was like, oh, I ain't do too bad. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason I'd be too nervous. You know what I mean? You got another one, but you know, you can do too bad. You can do too bad. So that's always just been a bigger, biggest fear because that was, you know, I had her at a young age and she was always what I always knew. So. It was always a fear, like, am I doing this right? Is being a good mom really teaching her this stuff? You know what I mean? Am I doing everything that I can? Can I? You know what I mean? But, you know, I also have to remind myself that she's going to be whoever she wants to be at the end of the day. It's just more of just making sure she has somewhere to turn to to get those values, I guess. So, mm-hmm. so I would say that was a fear that I got over. Okay. I can appreciate that. That's a good one. <laughs> But all right, guys. Thank you guys for uh, participating in this episode. Steve, how, how about you tell everybody where they can find you and your podcast? And tell a little bit about it. Let, let everybody know a little bit about it. So I host a podcast called uh, The Hold Up TV. And, uh, outside of my cavalier attitude, you know, the way I am right now, it's, uh, it's a show centered around bringing people content about content creators. Right? I felt like this is something that a lot of people do on YouTube. But it was something that I really wanted to get into because I know a lot of great people who make content. And I'm like, you know what? People should know what the day-to-day grind is trying to pump these things out. You know, what a person goes through editing their shows and stuff. So, so not easy. Just, yeah, it's not It's not easy at all. The, the hustle is real. Just getting someone to click on your link can be a chore in itself. I was like, I thought you said you loved me, man. Just click the link. Bro. That's all right. Just click the link. But it's called The Hold Up TV. Uh, we're, uh, I'm in my third episode. Had, had a couple of great episodes. Got to interview my big cousin, our big cousin, yes. which was like the the highlight episode. Uh, I'll be having you ladies on. It's just really to show people the content creators that they enjoy because we become a parody of ourselves, right? People watch your show and it's like, oh, this is how they are. This is what their day to day looks like. But you know, mm-hmm. I want to show people that like there's there's real stuff going on in other people's lives and their story. Facts. Back. Plus, I'm trying to get paid, so you know, go to the Hold Up TV. I'm trying to get monetized. People, click the link. Click <laughs> the link. my mother to click the link. Click it once a day. You ain't even gotta watch it. Just click it. <laughs> but you can find me there on YouTube, Hold Up TV, all one word. Don't go to the other Hold Up TV. Those kids are talking about guns and stuff. Come check out my channel. There's two of us. And you can find me on IG under the same handle at the Hold Up TV. 
Awesome. Thank you. A little bit. Where can the people find you? Sorry, I was muted. Um, so I have, I now have an IG page dedicated only to the podcast. So you can find me on IG at S as in Sam, T as in Tom, little bit, L-I-T-T-L-E-B-I-T. Um, you can find me on Clubhouse at Bren Apila, B-R-E-N-A-K-I-L-A-H. Cool. Scan. I'm keeping it pretty simple today because I've been reading all, saying that all out. Our mind is always so long. So, <laughs> you might be able to find all my links. You can't just catch me on my Twitter page, which is going to be at Mornisa. That's M-O-O-R-E-N-I-S-S-A. Or you can catch me on IG, which is going to be Nisa.more. Cool. Check me out. Cool. And you can check out this podcast on theculturplay.com backslash sweet talk. Um, you can download the app, which is, you know, fairly simple and listen to our podcast, but you can also listen to us on every other, uh, platform pretty much. We're not on YouTube, but yes, pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> um, yep. you can check me out on, uh, Instagram at the sweetest sweetie. You can check out the podcast at, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at three sweet talkers. And you can check us out on Patreon at, uh, Patreon dot com backslash the three sweet talkers and um check us out for our uh our uh extra content because patreon is kind of lit you know holla at us <laughs> all right guys thank you again for listening and we will see you guys next week sweet talk